Hey, and it's back to Sean and RJ right here on 105.3 The Fan segment brought to you by the personal injury lawyers, Frankel. And Frankel, there's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Frankel and Frankel. Visit truckwreck.com or call them 214-333-3333. Babe Laufenberg is coming up at 8.40 this morning, but right now a special guest he is the former defensive coordinator, a defensive legend throughout the league, head coach Rod, well, former head coach as well, Rod Marinelli, back on the show on the Diamond Factory Hotline here on Sean RJ along with Bobby Bell. Good morning, coach. How are you? Morning, man. Great to be with you. What have you been up to? Where, where are you living these days? I'm in South Lake, Texas. We came back here. I uh, love it here. And we had kept our home here after we went to Vegas. And uh, so it's been great. And uh, just spent a lot of time with my beautiful wife. And she is a football junkie. So we're having a great time together. Do you think that she could teach or know more than most analysts on radio or TV (laughs) when it comes to football? Do you you stop down and, 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 and teach X's and O's? Is she to that level more than us? I tell you, she's impressive now, and and my two daughters are all in it, and so they're on the phone all week talking about who's winning, who's doing this. So it, it makes it fun, and uh, she's she's a great buddy. Are you done coaching? Right now, yes, and uh, I always keep things open in my eyes. I wanted to take a full year off, just sit and not commit to anything, and then uh, and I've really enjoyed what I've. This past year has been terrific. We've traveled together and done so many good things, and she's been an incredible football wife. So I'm really enjoying this time. Coach, you know, we, uh, we're heading into this game that the Cowboys have with the Buccaneers. Everybody's uh, talking about the the Tom Brady mystique and and things yeah. like that and, and just, you know, his legacy and, and how difficult of a psychological hurdle that can be. Is that something that – is just something we talk about or is is that a real thing you think that you have to prepare players for is like, Hey, don't let, don't, you know, he's, he's just a guy at the end of the day too. Don't let his legacy overwhelm you. You know, I, it's, it's in everybody's mind when you play a, play a man like this and all the things he's achieved uh, in his career. So especially as you come down to the end of a game, you know, how he reacts, he's smooth, he's calm. And so that that's a that's a major challenge, but uh, this is going to be a terrific game, I think. Just a terrific game, Coach. What do you do with pressure against a guy who famously gets it out this quick? Do you try to rush him the same? Uh, what what would be your approach uh, going up against Brady with, with how quick he gets this ball out throughout his career? Yeah, the one thing they have done, you know, Dallas has done under Dan Quinn, I think a terrific job of and their their two line coaches. Um, I think they've done a terrific job of being able to create matchups up front. And it's not to have three really dynamic rushes like they have. I mean D Law, Parsons and Armstrong. And then that those young guys inside can get it going. To me, for me, that's the best opportunity, best way to be able to beat a guy like this because you're playing great coverage, you're getting a lot of eyes on the ball, and those front guys got to come. And they've done that all year. So the matchups there is great. Dan's done a great job creating matchups. And then you blitz when you want to blitz. You don't blitz because you have to blitz. Mm. 
And I, I think the other thing they've just done a terrific job all year is how he's rotated those guys. They're fresh, and the game's going to, usually in the NFL is going to come down to two minutes. So if you can keep those those rushers fresh in that fourth quarter, and to me that's the best way. And good pressure, and the ball's out, and you get your guys breaking on the ball. Rod Marinelli join us here, 105 through the fan. I, I know they've used Micah mostly as an edge this year, but would you use him from the you know kind of from the middle this in this game against Brady just to get that pressure you know from over center? You know Dan's done a great job moving this guy around, and that's one of the things you don't know where he is going to line up. So he's got the attention of all five guys or possibly a back. So I just think. When you talk about scheming and how you defend a guy like uh, Tom Brady, one of the greatest ever, obviously, is you've got different looks, especially up front matchups that you're looking at all week versus the offensive line. And uh, they're really well-schooled in uh, the fundamentals of pass rush. They really are. They're, I really enjoyed watching them. So that's going to be a terrific matchup, and you got to go win your one-on-ones. Does Parsons remind you of anybody, Coach? Boy, you know, the you hate putting labels on young players, you know, as you've seen them. But, you know, you look at LT, you know, that type of guy coming off the edge, um, that explosiveness, um, he, he's rare. And his motor, I love the motor. I, I, that's the number one thing I've always, he, he doesn't give up on plays. And it's like law, you know, in, in Armstrong. They they don't give up on plays. They just keep coming. So they've got, uh, you know, they're set. that The way they play defense, they're set for this playoff game, I believe. Coach, we're, we always uh, try to simplify it and say, okay, they got Mike Evans. We got Diggs. Just follow them. There you go. That's the one-on-one matchup and then the difficulty of switching sides. How, how difficult is the reality of switching sides for corners. How rare is it that you can just say, all right, you go and get him. Why, why is it so tough? Well, I, I think it's time over task in football, in my mind. Time over task. That means how much time have I spent on this one skill and this one technique? Mm. And it's like a guy can play a three technique inside, to a, then they move him to a five technique, all those things. That takes time especially when you're a, a fundamentally sound defense like like uh, Dallas is and where they believe in execution and the details. So time over task, I've always been, that's always stayed with me. That's me. And uh, how much time has he done this one task? And all of a sudden you ask him to do something different later in the season, how much time on that task? So they know exactly how much time they've done. And uh, they're smart. Dan does a terrific job, so he'll he'll weigh all those things. Coach, you uh, obviously spent uh, a a lot of time in in practice uh, competing against Dak Prescott, and and you were in those you know locker rooms with him. I I think a lot of people hear us talk about the intangibles and the leadership and those sorts of traits with Dak. And, and it maybe doesn't resonate from, from our perspective the same way it does with people who have been in there. Just talk about how impactful you, you think th- those traits from Dak Prescott are, his leadership and, and those intangibles and the things that he brings to the table there. Okay, I'd love to do that. Uh, <laughs> no, <I'd love> to <laughs> <believe>. <laughs> you 
I always believe in a couple words that word that's important. I think the number one thing in the NFL and for a team is morale. And morale is built around toughness and strength and leadership. Dak has all of that. And, I mean, that builds the morale of an offensive line, knowing what you've got back there in terms of his toughness. And you know he's going to come through. And he's played injured. And he's positive. And that is just not for that position, not just for the offense. It's for the whole team. That's how you build the morale of a team, through toughness. And um, they know, as this thing goes, just like Tom Brady, you know, you know he's tough coming down at the end. And uh, so that's what one of the things, plus he's a talented quarterback. He's got great experience. He's got a great head coach in Mac, and who's a, who I really admire. And uh, he knows how to get the most out of a quarterback. So um, that's what I think he, he'll bring. I know he'll bring it. He's going to go compete. There's no doubt in my mind. Great answer. Rod Marinelli here on Sean and RJ, Diamond Factory Hotline. Can you talk a little bit more about uh, your experience or what you like so much about uh, Mike McCarthy? Oh, God. I've uh, competed against him for so long, all over the years, and when he was insistent and the whole thing. I, I just think he's a steady hand, especially, you know, as you get into the playoff, he's been there. He's been there and he's done it. And, you know, that 2010 team he had was just in Green Bay, just uh, amazing what he did. And went in as a wild card team with a great quarterback, which a lot of the same components here. I really like this defense at Dallas. So with with the speed and the activity and the takeaways that they have, but ability. But I just think he is a steady hand. He's a veteran. He's strong. He commands respect. Those are the things you want going in uh, to the playoff, a cool hand, and he has that. Coach, what's the matchup you're most looking forward to seeing in this one, and what's one that might give the Cowboys a little bit of problems? I, I think the two matchups I'm really excited about, you know, being a – I love the, the front. So, you know, the rush matchups, I'm really excited to see that. Uh, I know Hankins is hopefully coming back, so that's a matchup inside for the run game because you can't, you know, as good as Tom Brady is, those good quarterbacks know how to use a run game too, and that's a physical back. But uh, I, I think, you know, that will help. And then I just really uh, looking forward to the O-line and the D-line versus Tampa's D-line, you know, and uh, there's some real warriors in that front, you know. Um, Martin and uh, Tyron Smith and some of those men. So it's 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 a great great Monday night matchup that, that you're excited about. And they learned, you know, as people talk about all that last game. To me, you look at it, you evaluate it, you move on. Outlook is forward, and that's what they're. I know that's what they're doing, and learn from it. And now it's so far behind you, you can't even remember it. <laughs> Go play this game. All right, coach. This was an annual exercise we did with you at training camp. At the very yeah, end. Yeah, sure, I remember. All right, when you sit down with us, we got to test. We got to see how much you've rushed up on your history. <laughs> RJ's a history buff, so let's see oh. if you can pass this with flying colors again. Well, make it easy now. I've, I've <laughs> not been as diligent. No, go ahead. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 
We'll, we'll, we'll do some battle names from World War II. How about that? Are you well-versed in those? I'm solid, yeah. Okay, very He's good. He's good in everything. Yeah. He's just being humble, Chuck. All right. <laughs> Give it to him. What was the name of the battle of the Pacific between the U.S. Navy and the Imperial Japanese Navy in June of 42? Midway. That's correct. Oh, oh he worried me. Wow. He had me worried. Oh, man. <laughs> I was a little bit yeah. worried there. All right. Okay. Uh, let's see. From 44 to 45... Uh, the Germans increased their troops for what World War II battle and major counteroffensive? Battle of Bulge. That is correct. Wow. Two for two. No hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. What was the longest battle of World War II? A long, good one. Hmm. I would, it's probably in the Pacific, I would think. Uh, maybe... Um, uh, that's a good quarter canal. No, it was the, they said the Battle of Atlantic. Hey, don't Did buzz him. Hey, <laughs> don't <laughs> buzz him. Yeah, don't buzz, coach. Don't buzz, coach. Last one, last All right, one, last one, last one. Last one. Uh, let's go with. Uh, all right, this this is not this is not World War Two. This happened in oh. Southern Montana. What was the name of the Battle of Custer's Last Stand? Oh, big one. That's correct. There he is. 75%. He got 75 on. I was always a C student. <laughs> Dang. I, I'm used to being 100%. That got me. Good job on that one. Like, Coach, it was, all, it, no. was all, it was awesome hearing from you again. Thank you so much for your time. Oh, you're man. welcome anytime. We'd love to hear that you're still living locally and enjoy the games this yeah. weekend, sir. You're a class act. Yeah, you guys are a class act. I, I really appreciate you. And go Cowboys, huh? Yes, sir. Yes. Thank you. Rod Marinelli, yeah. the legend, on the Diamond Factory Hotline. Babe Laufenberg previews Tampa right after this.